to Crushgasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and sometimes lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today, someone I've shared many an advanced class with back in the day, Willie P. Smith, a father, teacher, leader, and all-around badass knitter who is here to confess about his animated crush, Merlin, from The Seven Deadly Sins. Willie, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. Everyone, this is Willie from high school. I haven't talked to him, well, other than Facebook, in like 16 years since he graduated. So I'm really excited. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. Lots of change. <laughs> so first off, I am not shocked your crush comes from anime because growing up, you did give off an anime watcher vibe with your nerdiness. However, this crush didn't develop until you were almost 10 years out from graduation. Was that when you got into anime, or just when you discovered the sinful realm Merlin exists in? Definitely the latter. Um, it, it, when it comes to anime, you know, it takes a while for you to really get engaged with uh, the content, and like most of the stories and the sagas go, you know, years, and um, it takes a while that that kind of time for a character to develop, much like human. Um, it, 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 at least if you're trying to you know, learn about them and, and know about them. So, yeah, it, it definitely took that, that amount of time. Um, and I didn't really discover the sins until, you know, around 10 years after um, I got out. So, like, 2015 or so. And uh, I was it ever since. What, why did you, did you start watching, reading? What got you into it? Oh, definitely. Um, just the, the whole lore of it, you know, um, the background story of, like, the sins and the commandments and you know how um these people are made to or these characters are made to 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 have these personal traits and qualities and struggles that they're dealing with and um just like most anime if not all anime it's very uh, much uh, a viewing glass into life itself so um it's definitely intriguing and since it's animated it's very uh, a lot more attractive to watch than um, you literally get into the reading later on because of the interest. Um, and that's kind of hard to say about other types of entertainment that come in different forms. So that's interesting. So earlier this year, I talked to a handful of um, anime cosplayers who happen to be black because I've always found it interesting how a lot of black people just fucking love anime. Um, so when I talked to the cosplayers, we got into how it's not really that strange when you look back at the 70s and black folks' obsession with like the Kung Fu and Bruce Lee. As a black man, were you wary of stepping into that form of entertainment or not? Because I have a feeling probably no because you always have had this confidence about you, but what about it? <laughs> Well, for sure, I, I definitely wasn't weary about uh, stepping into, into that kind of realm because there was just this 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 aura of like mystery and, and interest and um, difference because, you know, as a black man, you know, you're just basically, you know, covered up or 
like enveloped in like this story of struggle and strife and stereotypes and and all you can really like is uh you know a few things like sports namely basketball or football or some kind of physical thing and um being into like you know bruce lee like you said and like martial arts it just shows that like you don't necessarily have to you know be um of great physical stature to do one certain thing like run fast or jump high you know you can use your mind and um really accomplish a whole lot which was kind of like a stereotype, you know, a lot of people think black men are dumb and that's why they can only do certain things. And um, that's like, you know, kind of breaking out of that mold and being able to see something different was uh, very interesting to me. You talked about um, the struggle. That was something the cosplayers said they liked about the anime stories and how that connected to the black culture struggle. Interesting. So while I'm not surprised you're an anime fan, I was a little taken aback by your Merlin crush because growing up, I would have taken you as somebody who would go for a more girl next door, like maybe Phoebe from Hey Arnold, the little nerd girl or something like that. So what was it about Merlin that made her stand out and be a crush that's lasted several years now? Well, <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a blend of like, you know intelligence and you know sexiness and and all of that and and i think merlin had all of that you know she wasn't like a big player or like like a big you know front figure in the in the story but when she, when it was her time to shine she really shined and um that's what i really liked about it because that's what i always kind of characterize myself as you know like a best supporting actor kind of person i don't need to be the limelight um and i'm a i'm a collaborator so I'm really all about the team, and Merlin's very much about the team in her own special way. And um, that's what really connected me with her, um, the fact that she's a nerd, but the way that she's a nerd is not like a, a prototypical nerd. You know, it's like she'll show you that she's a nerd after she saves your life. That's amazing. I'm about that. I like that you said you're the supporting actor. I just said yesterday that I was born to not be a leader, but to assist the leader, like a second in command. That's right. And like, you know, people, I mean, that's why there's awards like that, the best supporting actor, you know what I mean? Because you can be a really good actor and not have a good cast around you and you will look terrible. But if you have the good number two, that makes everything like really work and it really amplifies that lead role. And that's why that, I feel like that award or that, uh, that recognition exists. Yeah, exactly. Every leader needs that backbone. And I feel like we are those backbones. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so you said you got really deep into the show, but it's the manga, or manga? Manga, how do you say that? Manga. Manga. Manga helped you give uh, help to give you a greater appreciation of Merlin? How, how so? Okay, so, you know, in the, there's so many things that you can't, you know, portray or display um, in an anime, in, in the animation, because it's an animation. Like, people are not, you, know, you don't have a lot of, like, screen time or, you know, frames to draw a whole bunch of stuff, like, to really convey these, these deep, attributes or these deep abilities that these folks have um and when you're in the manga like you you get it all because like there's chapter after chapter after chapter there's hundreds of chapters but there's only like tens of shows like animated shows and like you know you can literally like 
develop a character in those books and that's why a lot of people really gravitate towards the manga the mangas i got me saying it now um so um there was like one uh specific scene i guess when merlin was talking about like you know how she used her powers to basically go back in time to fix something about herself or use an ability that she has and then go back to the present time and actually use that power and and when I thought about it, I was like, no one in the team could have done that. No one in the team could have like been smart enough to do that or think about that in the heat of the moment to help out everybody the way that she did and not have one casualty. That is a level of intelligence that just stands far beyond what even like, you know, Meliodas could have ever did, you know, it, it, everybody has their like specific traits and like her specific one with the magic, with the smarts, with the with all of that really showed up that time and like it was a it, it was a it was a clutch moment, and she came through. Well, time travel and magic aside, Merlin's wardrobe is definitely up there for for many fans who crush on her. Uh, she rocks very little, and I think embodies a big part of what a crush like her is supposed to have, and that's the fantasy. Do you feel your mind is able to wander a little further when you daydream about Merlin than say? It would if you were thinking about perhaps your other crush, Alicia Keys. <laughs> For sure, because in an anime, in, in drawings and things like that, there's lots of things that you can leave to be desired or not. <laughs> and it still be socially acceptable. Um, at least, you know, in, in, in some circles. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And again, she does rock very, very little. And um, it still leaves a lot to be desired, I guess. Um, to me, if you have a character that can have, you know, like scantily clad, but not really like trashy kind of attire, along with the abilities and her roles and when she shows up and everything, it's just a good combination. Because if you're like leaning too far one way, you're like the Phoebe from Hey Arnold and like that character will get no love. On the other end, if she looks like a flipping porn star, which she kind of does, borderline, um, but has no smarts, what play does she get then? You know what I mean? So, like, the, the amount of both ends that she has, she's not, like, a dead middle, but she leans more towards, like, the scantily clad place. However, because of all of the attributes in the character buildup, it's accepted She's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, she can, she can wear stuff like that. She's been alive for, you know, eons. <laughs> this is the form that she wants to have. Cool. She's old enough good to wear what she wants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's old enough. She kind of touched on there has to be a balance, which we're talking about, uh, we just mentioned Alicia Keys, and a, in recent years, she said goodbye to makeup and was praised around the world for it. Meanwhile, I've never worn makeup and nobody gives me that kind of accolades, but anyway, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. But here <laughs> you are with a crush on Alicia Keys, someone who can rock natural face at like the Grammys, but also someone like Merlin who is super sexy. Um, in your opinion, as someone on the inside, as a man, what do men favor more at the end of the day? Do they want those like dressed up makeup for the gods or sexy clothes? Or are they okay with their wives just wearing sweatpants and no makeup? Because that's mostly what we've looked like the past year. Um, definitely the latter, because 
it, it, it's definitely because again the the character like build up and then like you know if you're talking about spouses like you know this person intimately in and out you know what i mean and like you know the first couple of dates and everything they're all dressed up and everything like that but once you start getting deeper into the relationship you get a little bit more involved you know all of the things that are superficial start to come down they start to wither away because they are superficial and then very temporary we as adults both know that mm -hmm. so if you're really starting to get really serious then you definitely gain the trust to know the real self and um the actual self the physical self that like this is what i look like every day before i put my face on <laughs> you know what i mean Here's and um, that's it grown folks are okay with natural when you reach a level yeah. of maturity i agree with that for sure that's me that's that's that, that's what it is all day so sticking with what men look for in a woman merlin has this mysterious vibe that i think adds to what she is and makes her very attractive do you feel men do you like a little guessing game when it comes to women they find attractive do you like when they play coy in the bar <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I mean, like, you just take my wife, for example. Like, you know, I mean, I, I finally come to the realization that I'm going to go through my entire life to the end of it and still not know everything I need to know about her. Smokes. <laughs> 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 and that, that, that level of, of mystique and mystery, and, you know, just shrouded in mystery and things like that, um, it definitely adds a, a creative flavor, you know what I mean, um, to life, which is what life is should be unpredictable um most times and uh, uh you know just to give you enough because like think about this way like if anybody was like to be born and they knew exactly how their life was going to pan out would it be as enjoyable you is know? your wife one of those uh like me where i'm like no you don't have to give me anything but then it's like if you don't i'm uh, like oh. <laughs> for sure and like you know since we're like six years married like we've known each other 10 years like she she knows that like oh okay so if you're in like the thought process of getting me something let's just figure out what what tier what 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 are we trying to spend right now <laughs> because I got I, I got I got something for every tier you know what I mean? if you're really trying to ball out I got something for that if you're really trying to just go like oh you know you know like because you can never go wrong with food and that's a whole different uh, category list in itself um but. Food's um, it, it's for sure, chocolate, certain types of chocolate, certain brands from mm -hmm. certain places. Just very much into the exotic stuff that, like you know, not, not, nothing, nothing basic. It's got to be. It's got to be from overseas. It's got to oh. have date stamps on it. It's got to. It's got to be serious. So, yeah, <laughs> I've learned oh, quite a bit. <laughs> very strong will which Merlin's also strong and determined from reading about her that's what I gathered she's a strong and determined woman do you feel as if you were inspired by Merlin's uh, determination in any way when it came time to take your knitting to new heights oh for sure you know what I mean because like without, without determination you're not gonna really make it very far because you're the, the higher you go the more they Difficult things you're going to run into that's going to require uh, a, a deeper skill set, more of like uh, a new, more numerous skills to achieve said thing. And without determination, you won't have the drive to, to, to learn those things, to have patience to, to make it happen. And that's what I had to do, like for like the last you know decade plus 
you know, the, the more that I wanted to have the things that I wanted to have and then transition into teaching other people how to do it, I had to take that journey on my own and figure out, hey, in order for you to do this, you need XYZ skills and you need to be able to be above proficient in XYZ skills to create this thing and then be able to teach somebody so like determination is like an understatement. It's almost like a prerequisite. You can't even talk about it. You got to have it. So determination, um, sexy, all these things are things Merlin has that I'm. We've talked about a little bit that your wife has. Um, are these things you've always looked for in women from the start? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely, because you know you get drilled into your head. You know, what I'm saying behind every strong man, a strong woman, or a stronger woman. And like it's it's actually true. <laughs> you gotta be like, I can literally say, Oh, I can do She she is my better half. Um, for for more reasons than one. And you know, just like right now, like I had to like take the back seat and watch our, our young daughter while she took my son, our son to the dentist, um, because I told her he was like, Why don't you wanna take him? Because I was like, I don't like to see him suffer. I don't like to see him in pain. And she was like, I don't either, but one of us has got to do it. I guess it's going to be me. And I was like, oh, there you go. <laughs> we don't have kids, but we have a dog and like that's just like us like when he has like our dog will shake like he knows the vet and the yeah. first time we had we got him but we already had a trip planned so we had to put him like we had to put him in the boarding kennel thing and like he started shaking and my my guy started like crying and had to leave the office. I was like so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I can't <laughs> like that." And from now on, like he kept like, "Oh my lord!" So I, I think if we had children, he would definitely be the same way as you. Oh, for sure. And like you know, I I have no problem like you know being being showing my softer side or showing my sensitive side. You know what I'm saying? Like he's my firstborn child. Like I, I I'll do anything for him. I'll pay whatever price to get whatever done for him but like i i can't see it you know what i mean because i'll get i'll get emotional and hysterical all the other stereotypical women emotions in the heat of the moment that'll be me and it ain't gonna be fun it ain't gonna be pretty you know what i mean because the fact that i'm already a black man too with the emotions and the perceived stereotypes it's a problem the she dentist is like sir are you okay <laughs> i'm gonna show you what okay is. Like, it, it'll, it'll be that you know, uh, and my wife sees all of that, sees how it's gonna play out because we've had some some run-ins with uh, with prejudice. Um, that's definitely another story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, for sure. But um, she she definitely knows how like I would get you know once the the rational side just fades out and like you know crazy just steps in and doesn't go away very quickly. So <laughs> yeah, definitely, she definitely knows. She's my better half for sure. Well, if she happened not to be your better half, if you weren't married to your wonderful wife and life partner, and you could live the rest of your days with Merlin, what do you think your life with her would be like? Oh man, it'd be a life of, of learning. I would literally be an apprentice and she finds something about me that she just couldn't recreate or go through time. I literally be like one in a zillion once in a lifetime kind of deal, thousand lifetimes kind of deal, because she's literally lived that many lifetimes. So it has to be something about me that's pretty darn special. Um, but I would be like the lifelong student 
and um, learning her ways and, and, and things like that and just finding my way to, to contribute and not just be uh, learning and living, you know, through her experiences and, um, and growing that way. Well, that's all my questions about Merlin, but I would love to talk to you a little bit about your knitting. Bring it. Okay. Do it every day. Oh, how did you how did you get into this because back in school i would not have pegged this career move for you owning a business though most definitely like everybody this guy is so freaking smart he's like one of the smartest people in our class probably to this day like um so yeah how did you get started in this well it was college and i was in like a gender studies class or something something with sociology i, I keep wanting to say gender studies i think it was um, and there was this girl that was next to me, uh, a couple of people away from me because it was a small knit class, you know, University of Redlands, private school, you know, small, small classes. And um, she was, you know, you can really do it, whatever you want, liberal arts school. Um, <laughs> uh, she was like knitting this scarf that had skull and crossbones in it. And I was just like fascinated. Like everything, I can remember like yesterday, everything that the teacher was saying, I didn't hear it, I didn't care. That right there was it. And I was like, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and ask her if she can show me how to do that after class. And this literally took three weeks. Three weeks of me begging her because she thought I was like really trying to hook up with her. Like, this is <laughs> You're like, no, girl. Off. I just wanna like, I want like the needles. Like, I need to know how you do that right there for sure. You know what I mean? It'd be the worst pickup line ever. But um after a couple of weeks, she was all like, Okay, fine. Go 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 to Joanne's, get this, get this. And me back in my room. She was in an all-girls room dorm, so like I got the fingerprints pat down, oh. the login. Like they, they knew who I was, and, like where I was, and how long I was there. The whole bit. I was like, this is just a dorm. This ain't like, like FBI headquarters. Like, don't do me like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, <laughs> like that's how it was almost like walking into like the uh, the mascara. Wonder Woman was crazy. <laughs> but I got all the stuff, and she uh, had, had needles and everything, and she just showed me like the basic stuff how to knit, how to purl, how to cast on. And that's really all I needed just to like fiddle around and just like mess up stuff. And like that whole rest of that summer, I was in the heat in jeans in somebody's like apartment just knitting my face off, scarves, long things, blankets, squares, whatever I could think of with my limited skill set. And I was like, I was 13 years ago. And um, I've definitely gotten a whole lot better and I found um, a groove, a passion for it, and um, it just goes into everything. You know what I mean? Just I am. I was just fascinated in the fact that like you could literally make what you wanted with your hands. And the only thing and I tell people all the time, and the only thing that like stands between you and what you want is skill set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got to know how to do it. If you know how to do it. What's stopping you? You know what I mean? And um, I've gone on a lot of like tirades and crusades on like store-bought stuff and machine-made things, trying to big up like the designers and handmade business and small business and things like that. Really found a community that embraced me and I'm looking to do a whole lot more. So I teach it now, um, I hold classes and on Zoom and things like that. I sell yarn, I sell kits, I sell products, like just, just trying to really get out there into the community because I'm looking to change the community for the better. Yeah, I was going to say what I love about what you do, it's like with the anime, you don't see a lot of uh, black people, especially black men at the forefront of anime, and in this case, knitting. Were there any nerves stepping into this realm where there aren't, I mean, a lot of known black men and like really <laughs> owning it? Like, 
yeah, I'm, I'm definitely owning it. And like, I'm not like, you know, I'm definitely the, um, in a league of my own. And there's some other folks that are out there. That I guess they're just like not coming out of the woodwork. You know, your boy ain't got no problem being in the front. You got no problem with the light on him. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I live. I live that. So like, you know, there's not so many like straight black men, married, hetero, whatever other box you want to put your boy in, you know what I mean? It's just going to really just isolate. But like, that's like, um, I, there were a lot of nerves because you know what I mean? Think about knitting. If you were like, let's say in the eighties, mm-hmm. who was knitting? Old white women. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you talk about being polar opposite. You can't get more polar opposite than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like old white women. Now you got like this younger middle-aged black man. We're middle-aged. What? <laughs> We're so young. We're so hip. We're millennials. Okay. We might be okay. older. I, I I I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, my back like, is like a boomer, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, gosh, man. Like this is. I mean, and it's and it's very heavily politicized there's a lot of politics a lot of backdoor stuff a lot of behind the scenes stuff and people trying to maintain the status quo in the craft and um i had to learn that the hard way you know what i mean it's not all like sunshine and unicorn parts out here like it's it's serious you know what i mean like i'm friends with this girl who knits and sometimes she'll mention the drama in the knitting uh groups and i'm like you guys are just making blankets how are you guys getting this crazy it gets nuts you know and yeah (laughs) yeah yes ma'am and i i i had to figure it out the hard way like they're like it's crazy how like you know putting needles together with 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 string from hair from a sheep (laughs) literally string you into you know political views and you know um all these other kinds of things and ideology i'm just like yeah i thought we was making hats <laughs> where the president come from? Is he is he in it too? Do I need to send him a letter? Like he needs a he needs a what what how? It sounds like there's so many different cliques, different groups. Which, uh, speaking, of, how did you land in the Facebook group ad? Oh man, that was that was crazy. So you know, I was just doing me. You know what I mean? A lot of late nights, a lot of like staying up super late and learning all these skills and everything. And I was just busting out content, like video after video after video, not really knowing like this is going to do this or this is going to do that. I just knew when I did what I was doing, like it was always a big goal of mine. Like I was going to get out of corporate America. I was going to get out of the rat race. I was going to start working for myself or I'll just be a good number two for a company and live really well doing what I love to do. You know what I mean? While taking care of my family. So I was on that, on that push. And, ah, video, what's up? Da, 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 da. And um, a lady came to me when I took my kids to the doctor. I was like, hey, you have a pretty, like, big um, Facebook presence. I was like, me? For real? You talking about the right guy? Like, and she called me and, like, you know what I mean? Then I got put into this pool of people to be put into the, uh, the, 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 make, the make the cut. Then I ended up making the cut. And doing all the things, jumping all through all the hoops that they wanted me to do, and they ended up picking me. And I was like, "Bruh, we about to kill it! Here we go!" Opportunity. It's um, and, um it, yeah, uh, Melissa from SNL. Is that who? Is that I don't know if it's Melissa. I, I think that might have been like the main person because we never really interacted with her. Mm-hmm. Like the production team pretty much just sent us all the production equipment and did everything remotely. Which was awesome, and um, yeah, it was super fancy. We talking <laughs> iPhone twelves, MacBooks, tripods, light did you, bars. Did you have to everything. 
the, the equipment, yeah, but like oh. the props and stuff like that, like they uh, they let me keep. Like, they let me keep some get hands for my hats. They know I did hats. Just let me keep that kind of stuff. So I was like, think about it. Like, what are you gonna do with it? Pass this. <laughs> it's gonna sit in the warehouse somewhere. You really have no use for it. It was for that scene, and that's how the movie business works. You know what I mean? They'll just buy something just for the shot, and it's done. It was worth like that was worth the money. Like that. <laughs> that was like really cool to see. I was like, oh my god, I know it. <laughs> so, the Zoom classes, you're selling materials, you're selling hats. What are your plans from here on out for the business? For the business, it's just, um, you know, just uh, staying on top of like not necessarily the cutting edge, but really giving access. Like, that's what my like me selling kits and, and teaching stuff is all about because the big overarching vision is if the people at the bottom the bottom half of like new knitters old knitters who just don't really know a lot of skills if they can obtain the skills that the big bad hoity-toity nose of finger pinky finger people um at the top of of the hierarchy if they have the same skills that they have with the access to the materials that they have access to there ain't gonna be no hierarchy no more and everybody gonna be different and everybody gonna be even not necessarily in a, in a hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go after them. You know what I mean? And um, just really busting out the and helping out the the community that way. You know what I mean? Because this this community is really about being, I guess, against fast fashion and machine made stuff, and you know, like total automation and things like that. Because things being made by hand is a dying art. You know what I mean? And like these are kinds of skills that literally lift people out of poverty. You know what I mean? Like my biggest like dream is to like be real big and like be representative of a company and then go back to the hood and start helping other people like learn how to like just work with their hands and just have that vision. It doesn't have to just be knitting. I know how to crochet. I know how to weave. I know how to do all those kinds of things. So and all that kind of stuff and like being able to make your own stuff, you know what I mean? And like that will literally propel people as like a springboard just think of other things to give them the determination and the drive to do other things it doesn't have to be yarn but it can start there and that's where i'm at i have the same dreams i would love to start a low-income cooking class i think especially people on ebt they don't know like how far their money can go because they just don't know yeah. what options are out there and i would love to teach that. i'd love to go back to cabazon and banning and teach these people Man. You can cook like, in your pantry from even from yes. the Dollar Tree, people. There are good ingredients yes. there. Just get creative. Yes. Um, do you have any plans to maybe uh, do like I would love to see like a little like black boy knitting crew or something like that? <laughs> so I, I'd be all about it. You know what I mean? It's just that like you know like time is a it, it, is a huge deal. You know, being a full time employee manager, uh, running a business, running, like, running my, my Rice business, kids, and all that. And there is a um, there's a lot of time. Like that's definitely no excuse. I'm still like really getting into the community and and seeing where the demand is and working with some other companies. I actually have a um another like engagement later on in April, like mid April, with uh, Lion Brand. Her uh shot Shira Roars or like Shira Brumfield. Mm -hmm. Hope I'm saying her name right, but um, yeah, she actually uh picked me to be on the um, on the she show. Um, she's a big advocate for like hat not hate. So since I do a lot of hats, she makes a lot of blue hats that advocate anti bullying. So um, I get to be I'm I'm gonna be on that. That's definitely gonna help. You know, 
show me out to the world and everything like that. And like, who knows if that what fucking come from it. I'm all about it. I'll teach anyone anything. You know what I mean? And um, I just feel like you know, be being a math teacher and coming from you know where I came from, especially the folks um back in the hood, like. I know how to talk to you and I can get you to learn how to do this if you got the patience and the drive to do it. Hell, I need to give you the materials. What you need? I love the positivity, the determination, <laughs> and the drive. Willie, can you tell the people where they can find you online? Yes, ma'am. So, um, Instagram, Willie Nilly Nit. Um, no, no wise anywhere. It's all IEs. So, <laughs> Willie Nilly Nit. Um, is, uh, Facebook, uh, either my name willie smith uh you'll see me my black face and my, my family you know that you can't miss your boy um <laughs> uh so and um also on facebook black sheep crafts um they wouldn't let me change my name to willie. Uh, i gotta give it a black sheep craft that was the pioneer that's where i started um youtube uh willie millie knit trying to keep everything nice and uh streamlined so those are the main places i'm on you know you can email me willie millie knit to gmail.com Get at your boy, you know what I mean? Um, we can get some things popping. And uh, it's all about the community. It's all for the craft. Well, Willie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about your animated crush Merlin with me today. And everyone, you can find all of Willie's information below. And until next time, keep crushing it. Well